Welcome to My Skeptical Sister. I'm Megan, the skeptical one. I'm Erin, the believer. And happy Halloween. We just got done trick-or-treating. It's actually Halloween night tonight, which I've decided kids fully ruin this holiday. They really do. I'm so tired. I didn't have a blast. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was cute. It was was fun. They were fine. It was adorable. But I was like, (sighs) yeah, well, you know, the part I love is coming up with a creative costume. Right. But... I really pride myself on good costumes. So it takes me a while to think them up. And now that I have kids, I don't have the energy to think that creatively. Yeah. I creatively, creatively. (laughs) I just don't. I don't. So I'm like, she asked, what are you all going to be for Halloween? I was like, Oh no. Parents do that. No, not me. If I was going Uh, to a party, I would have put the effort in, but true. I wasn't invited to one. I didn't really feel like going to one either. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird Weird time, uh, still kind of these COVID times that are put a weird thing on parties and, you know, it's strange. All the rules are so bizarre. Right. I did stay up and watch two scary movies last night. Uh, we watched one too. What'd and you watch? it was really scary. Oh, good. Cause mine were not. Crap. What was it called? It was about the Amish. Anyway, I can't remember what the name of it was. <laughs> it was a long... We uh, just spent four minutes looking for it, so we're going to cut all that out. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Here's what I know. If you see like the thumbnail of the show, it is a, <laughs> it is a church like in the snow with like, it looks kind of like a bloody trail coming out of the church. Ooh. And it's kind of filmed like Blair Witch style. Oh, okay. So they're like a group of kids doing a document, like kids, like te- college kids doing a documentary because this girl's on a quest to find her uh, family because she's adopted and she found out that her family is from an Amish village. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. Shit gets creepy real fast. Okay. Yes. So it's good. If you know what the name of it is, please let me know. Because <laughs> yeah, because now I want to watch it. Is that a horrible recommendation? <laughs> so tell us yours. Oh, gosh. I watched um, two old movies that I hadn't seen maybe since I saw them in theaters. Okay. What were they? So I watched Amityville Horror. Mm. I think mainly because earlier Ryan that Reynolds. day we had talked about Ryan Reynolds and he was in my head and I was like, oh, yeah, let's watch that Ryan Reynolds movie. What movie is Ryan Reynolds uh, shirtless in? Yeah, he's so oh, shirtless in that movie. Gosh. I mean, hello. He is so hot. I find him mildly annoying but with his shirt off suddenly i don't mind yeah that goes away <laughs> good grief even when he's like crazy and gonna kill everybody i was like I yeah know. i don't know worth it right hashtag i don't know i'd still pause <laughs> to take a look <laughs> <laughs> like there's so many times where she keeps going back to him and i'm like i get it yeah yeah i get it yeah, right. like he is scary oh but hot. oh my gosh she's so hot <laughs> yeah no i'm just kidding if you <laughs> but anyways, he is hot. Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. And uh, he is still just Ryan Reynolds because all of that is fake. Right, exactly. And that movie, uh, that movie was the scarier of the two that I watched. It, I definitely jumped a few times. Poor Kevin was trying to sleep. And, oh, no. Um, I had headphones in. Like, I can do that with my TV Bluetooth site. Wasn't waking him up, but I would still go. <gasps> well, that's scarier <laughs> than an actual movie, Aaron. You know, I'd like kick him every once in a while. I was like, ah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, but, you know, whatever. He lived through it. But that's the movie that when I went to go see it at, like when I was in college mm-hmm. on the way home, my roommate was like, that movie was so scary. It gave me the skitters. <laughs> anyway, you got to <laughs> tell everybody where she's from. She's from Lafette, Tennessee. Lafette. It's not Lafayette. Don't you dare call it Lafayette. Oh, it's Lafette. It'll piss her off so bad. Is it spelled like Lafayette? It sure is. 
<laughs> and it, and people would say, do you mean Lafayette? And she would go, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then later I'd hear, I know the name of my town. I live there. Even the news people say Lafayette. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So she would always come up with words. And I was like, I don't know what that word means. Skitters. Skitters was one of them. I was like, Skitters? She was like, you know, like the trots. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is so funny. That's I just love that idea for being so scared. It gave her diarrhea. Yeah, right. And then it makes me wonder, like, what is the term for diarrhea in all of the other places around the world? Right. Wouldn't that be an interesting and just study? for diarrhea. Yeah, the slang words for ever, for anything. <laughs> like name something and then like wouldn't you love to hear all the slang words for that one thing? Right. Oh, I don't know. For diarrhea. Yeah, diarrhea. Being, but skitters is pretty funny. Right. <laughs> I mean, it definitely like, oh, it is like the skitters. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> so gross. Oh, that's so gross. And then I watched uh, 13 Ghosts. Oh, why do I remember that? It, probably because it's the worst acting I've ever yeah. seen. Okay, okay. It's got that girl from American Pie in it. Mm. The the one who's a uh, foreign exchange student. Oh yeah, okay. Who clearly listen? <laughs> I don't want to be rude. Okay, but she got roles because she's hot. Uh, well, yeah. So and did Ryan Reynolds. That, no, Ryan Reynolds can act. <laughs> uh, can he? I don't he know. He can. He can act. He, he was very like... scary often yeah. in that movie. Oh, okay. Okay. She cannot act. Okay. She's lovely. Right. She was on Big nice Brother, the at. Celebrity Big Brother, and she was like a philanthropist. I like her. Okay. She's a horrible actress. Okay. At one point, it's like supposed to show the happy family at the beginning. And she goes, you're the best little brother. (laughs) (laughs) And it was supposed to be real, not sarcastic. Yeah. They were playing in the yard, even though she was like 17 and he was like seven. Oh, no. And they're like playing tag. And I was like, oh, it's okay. It's a young mom. And she's like, you're the best little brother. That does not happen. No, it doesn't happen. (laughs) No. And those words are never said. Never. Mm -mm. I don't care if you are currently in the throes of being like, man, my sibling is cool. I've never once said that about you. No, never. And I really like you. I know. I like you too. And I don't feel that way about you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I won't ever. If you ever say something like that, I'll... I think I slapped you in the face. Yeah, you. You. <laughs> yeah, get away from me. Go, go over there for a while. Oh, that's funny. Well, but the whole movie was, I mean, atrocious. It was so silly. It had Matthew Lillard in it. Oh, and he's so over the top. Yes, you do. He's the guy in Scream, and he's the guy oh, in um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good Girls. Yeah, okay. Oh my gosh, she's so huh, ridiculous. Maybe I don't remember this movie. It's so bad, Megan. I mean, like, there are definitely parts <laughs> where you're, you, like, will jump scare for mm-hmm. sure. Mm hmm. But at no point was I like, I'm terrified. actually scared. No, it's so dumb. It's so poorly huh. acted. It had the guy from Monk in it, who I always get confused with. Um, oh, that one actor, Marte. The guy who plays Marte in, in Undercover Police. Oh, such a good movie. That's oh, such a good movie. That's what I should have watched. <laughs> That's, we'll plug that one. Undercover Blues. Not scary at all. No, hilarious. Comedy. It's from what? Like 1990 something. Yeah. Early 90s. Early 90s, but hilarious. One of our family's favorites. Yes. I haven't watched it in a really long time. I hope it holds up. Oh, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, you all go watch it. And if it's bad, just don't tell us. We just don't need to know we're wrong. Yeah. Just don't like tell other people you shouldn't listen to them because they recommend awful movies. Exactly. Well, I mean... Even though our movies, well, my movie was really good, but I can't recommend it. Amityville Horror was still fun to watch. It was yeah, not as scary as I remember it, but it was still fun to watch. But maybe our spooky stories tonight will be because I've got a pretty long one. Okay. Should we go ahead and get into it? Sure. So I'm going in cold on this one because we were just kind of looking through some that we hadn't read. And this one was like, oh yeah, we need to go ahead and read this because 
it was supposed to be for our live show, but they yeah. entered it a little bit late. So uh, no big deal. Sounds like it's going to be a good story. It's super long. So I didn't pre-read it. So <laughs> who knows where it's going to take us the All night. Right. The night is full of mystery and intrigue. <laughs> it really kind of is. I went outside to take the garbage can to the end of the driveway and earlier it was like sunny and when we took the kids out and I was like, it doesn't even really feel like Halloween. It does now. Like, yeah. It, to avoid the situation last week, cause we're at your house again uh-huh. to avoid the situation last week where I was like sweating mm-hmm. through my shirt. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to walk over in my pajamas. I won't worry about like the sweatpants. And I walked over I was like, Ooh, it's kind of cold it is. and it's kind of spooky. And I have the porch lights off so people don't think I'm still passing out candy. Yeah, so it's hard to see. I know. Right. Everything, well, I think everybody's kind of done that. So yeah, it's our really dark whole, out there. Yeah, yeah, our whole street is dark and the wind was like making a sound like out of a movie. And yeah. I'm going to have to pass my little creepy zombie man when I walk past. He's not actually creepy. He's very cute. But yeah, but like he that. moves. He does move very quickly. He moves very quickly when the wind blows. And, and if that happens right when I'm walking past in the dark, I might be a little spooked. <laughs> well, uh, get ready because you're going to get spooked again before right. you go home. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so hopefully this is good. <laughs> <laughs> but I like the opening opening line. Can a marriage be haunted? Ooh, a marriage. Uh, like a current marriage? I don't know. Let's find out. Do ghosts beset vexed relationships in the same way they gravitate to spaces with traumatic energy? Oh my gosh. I almost feel like I need to Google some of those words, <laughs> I but know. I, I feel like I can, uh, you know, piece yes. together. Uh, context, context clues. Yeah. Context, context clues. clues are helping us. Uh, also, by the <laughs> way, vexed. Why is that such a sexy word? I guess because it rhymes with sex. I don't know. Vexed, <laughs> sex. I, know, I always love when somebody uses that word. I'm like vexed. Um, makes me want to read like that for some reason. <laughs> Such a nerd. I know I am. Okay. In the winter of 2009, I learned that the answer is essentially yes. Hmm. Creaky marriages can be haunted much like creaky houses. And this is my story. Oh my gosh. I'm in it. Right. And this author is good. Okay. Okay. I, I mean, I think the, going off the first paragraph. Uh, I mean, I'm with you. I've read as much as you have. So. <laughs> yeah. And I'm so far I'm, I'm in. <laughs> Okay. This was the winter my ex-husband and I moved into our giant yellow Victorian house on Tyler Parkway. With its wraparound porch, original woodwork, and high ceilings, I was immediately smitten with the home's grandeur of history. Wow, that sounds amazing. Of course, with history comes some kooky architectural details. A separate staircase in the back of the house that was once used for servants. That's like last week's story. Yeah. A deep, dark, dirt floor cellar filled with cobwebs and drafty walls that were stuffed with horse hair. Oh, Ooh, how for, do you know? For insulation. How did you know it was horse hair? And not human hair? Yeah. Ooh. And shook whenever the wind moaned. Mm. Ooh. But I no. was in love. Well, yeah. Had me at horse hair, I guess. <laughs> There's our title. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I was in love. With my new house, with my new baby, and certainly with my husband, who I had met in college over a decade before. This was the first time in my life when I felt as though I had it all. When my best friend walked into the house, I did not anticipate her reaction. Instead of prerequisite politeness, she shivered, sucked her breath back into her throat, and exhaled. Ooh. This here, place try has... that. Wait. She shivered. Ooh. Ooh. And then... <gasps> Wait, yeah. sucked your breath in, right? Yeah. Didn't I do that? <gasps> yeah, I was thinking it was wet or like... Ew. That's, <laughs> yeah, that sucked your teeth. 
Oh, that's, that's right. Like, that's right. No, she sucked her breath back into okay. her throat. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. I'll stop interrupting. <laughs> you just really needed that visual. We did the impression at the same time, and oh, I okay. needed to explain mine. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Instead of prerequisite politeness, she shivered, sucked her breath back into her throat, and exhaled. This place has some sad energy. Oh. I bristled at her suggestion of crystals and burning sage. After all, I was a believer in science, not ghostly energy. In my mind, there was some sort of explanation for everything. I was never bothered by the drawers in the kitchen that would suddenly open or oh. the noises I heard coming from my son's room late at night while he slept in this crib. What do you mean you were never bothered by never it? Never bothered by it. I, I get it. I'm the same way. I'm like, whatever. There's an explanation for it. I don't know what it is, but it doesn't bother me. I know. It's a ghost. <laughs> After all, this was an old house and old houses do kooky things. I was thinking the other day, but you know how I keep talking about my light going on? Mm -hmm. I did it again this morning. And I thought, if that is a ghost, they have got to be so frustrated. Like, <laughs> what the fuck do I have to do to get your attention in the way I want it to be? I was just imagining from that show, Ghost, we watched the caveman. Oh, yeah. Just standing there like, whoa, like it didn't work again. <laughs> okay. But even my logical pragmatism was perplexed one day by what my husband and I found in our cellar. Hidden in a coal room behind another wall was a box that must have been left by the former owners. Inside the box were dozens of photo albums filled with old family pictures. Oh, that'd be so the fun dream. to look into and so terrifying. So terrifying. As my husband and I looked through the albums, we realized that they were from different decades over the past 50 years and many pictures took place inside our home. Oh my gosh. That's wild. That is wild. There were smiling pictures of a 1960s housewife standing in our kitchen, a faded Polaroid of a teenage boy with 70-era fair faucet bangs Aww. standing in front of his pinto in our driveway. These were families who breathed life and hope into our home long before we were ever born. Wow, that is so cool. That's so cool. I would have those framed immediately. Right. That's awesome. And then your house would get super haunted. That... Or they would be like, thank you for... Mm, sounds like the start of a horror movie. Oh, okay. Why would they leave their photo albums like this? My husband asked, not really expecting an answer, but I sought to find one. At the time, I was a stay-at-home new mother with a lot of spare time on my hands. My husband was in his residency for medical school and worked long hours, leaving me and my son alone in our creaky, kooky house. So during naps and after bedtime... I would pour myself a generous glass of wine, yeah, girl, <laughs> and dig deep into the internet to find out some information on the families who lived in our Victorian home before us. I looked at public records and soon began to realize that many of the families who came before us moved out of the home because of sad circumstances, divorce, death, bankruptcy. When I told my husband my findings, he was more amused than befuddled. That will never happen to us, we giggled, looking into another Aww. one another's eyes. I know. I don't like where this is headed. I know. We already know. Yeah. Spoiler X. Right. College sweethearts and soulmates, we will make this a happy home. It was around this time that things with my husband began to change. He was working many overnight shifts at a hospital, which required him to sleep during the day. Despite the heavy blackout curtains and whirling sound machines, he tossed and turned, unable to sleep soundly. Hmm. Sleep deprivation made him crabby and restless. His oh, eyes. Oh my gosh, am I suddenly writing this? Right. Oh, sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> his eyes black hole. His eyes black holes that darted around the room. What? Sleep deprivation made him crabby and restless. 
okay, I get that. Then the next line says, his eyes, black holes that darted around the room. So like they're so, like his like his Ew. irises or his uh, pupils are so dilated, they or just like look like big, black like, holes. Or like big black circles under his eyes. Ooh, that's a horrifying Golly. image. Yeah, that's that's one change. I'm like, honey, I can deal with a lot. but uh, Sounds a lot like Ryan Reynolds. I mean, like yeah, I'm telling you. seriously. Did your husband have a six pack? <laughs> just wondering, just trying to paint the picture in my mind. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. He needed relief, but the days were bright and long that winter. Nonetheless, when he offered a solution to his vexation, I was flabbergasted. Wow. I've never it's a problem, right? Sure. Again, contact clues are good. <laughs> yeah. He offered a solution to his vexation. Yeah. The vex is. That equates to problem. Okay. And she was flabbergasted. I know what that is like. Yeah. I can't believe this is what you've come up with. You want to sleep in the basement in the <gasps> coal room? Holy oh my gosh, shit. this is this... Amityville Horror. Did she just rewrite Amityville Horror? <laughs> I don't know, but I feel like it's weird that I just watched this. That is weird. And you brought it up. Yeah. Okay. I stammered, not fully understanding what he was proposing. My husband rationalized that it was dark down in the coal room with no light that penetrated through the underground walls. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, kind of, but in the coal room, I mean, I think I would say like, maybe we add on a room. Man, at this point, like I get it. I sympathize. Mm. I'm like, I wish I had a coal room. I would make Kevin go sleep down there. <laughs> I would. Poor Kevin. It's, He's like, I don't want to sleep in the coal no, room. No, he would love to sleep down there. It is so hard to sleep in the day. Yeah. We're not nocturnal creatures. Yeah. You're, human no beings what, are people, not. Yeah. People are not nocturnal. Exactly. Yeah. Besides, he reasoned, he wouldn't be able to hear the baby from the basement. Maybe then, in the pitch black, silent darkness under our ground, he could finally get some relief. Also, though, I'm going to say this. Mm -hmm. Even though I get to sleep through the night, I still don't get to hide from the sound of the baby that I keeps know. me awake throughout the night. Just sidebar, moms uh, and husbands out there listening. Yeah, I know. I had uh -huh. all of our babies uh -huh. with a husband on night shift, and it was yeah. it is a weird balance. Yeah, it's called unfair. No, but it's like, <laughs> if we're both sleeping, mm -hmm. then you're right. He should get up. Yeah. But, but during the day when I'm awake, I should get up with the baby. Well, you are already I should, awake. Yes, I should, be, I should be the one on call for the baby. Right, but that's the thing. That's what's not fair about it is that he doesn't get the chance. Yeah, nobody's there to be a buffer for you. I know. Mm -hmm. He was, Kevin, give him full credit, was very good any weekend. It was like... He was. Oh, that's good. He had he every. Knew. Yeah. It was he never knew. like, oh, who's going to take this one? It was like, oh, it's the weekend. I'm here. I'll do it. Okay. All right. Good job, Kev. Good job. Okay. Here's the word. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to try. Okay. Okay. Mm, this is a smart person. <laughs> Be ready with Google. Aquacest. <clears throat> I think I've heard that spelled from I acquiesced. Well, hold on. Let's use our context. Okay. Please. Okay. <laughs> We're doing so good on this. It's okay. like a, it's like an English lit <laughs> class. Okay. I acquiesced, even though the decision wasn't really up to me. And he marched his pillow and a sleeping bag downstairs. To I think his it's like saying I like, like agreed. Conceded. Yeah. I acquiesced. I acquiesced. Can we find out? Yeah, for, how you say it for sure? Okay. It means um, accept something reluctantly. Uh, yeah. So like concede to yeah, it. Yeah. We did so good. Okay. <laughs> let's you. see how you say it. Okay. Acquiesce. 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 
Acquiesced. Yeah, oh my I, gosh, I that. love that word. Acquiesced. Yeah. <laughs> I acquiesced, even though the decision wasn't really up to me. And he marched his pillows and a sleeping bag downstairs to his lair. And that day, for the first time in months, he finally slept. Hmm. Oh, that's weird. Until 3.15 a.m. Right. No, 3.33. Isn't always 3.33? Not in Amityville Horror. Oh, huh, that's weird. <laughs> okay. Despite the respite of sleep, the peace in our Victorian home did not resume. Mm -hmm. My husband would emerge from his underground cave and apparition. Pallid. <laughs> Pale. Okay. Yes. Pale and like pasty almost. Pallid. P-A-L-L-I-D. Pallid. Mm -hmm. Pallid and rattling around the house. We would speak, but not hear one another. A yawning chasm between us growing bigger and bigger each day. As our marriage unraveled, this is so sad. I, it's so sad. As our marriage unraveled, I would lay in my bed at night, listening to the house creaking and moaning. The house would breathe in and contract in Ooh. waves into the settling of the earth. Ooh. This person has got to be an author. They, I mean, they already are. They're writing this, but they need to be published. <laughs> Not just on our piddly podcast. Over time, the undulation began to rhythmically align with my own quiet sobs. Oh my gosh, Jeez, this is so, sad. so sad. And that was when I could no longer bear the sadness of my failing marriage. Aww. I took my son and my dog and moved out to my own apartment. Oh, I'm so sorry. I know, that's awful. Months went by with the trial separation, but slowly my son and I began to rebuild our lives into a new normal. I took a job teaching full-time and my child and I danced around the kitchen all at night making curry Man, she's awesome. She makes curry. She writes like this. She dances in the kitchen. I want to be this person's son. Okay, making curry. Breathing. Not this person. I don't want to be that good. I just want to be the son. I want to be the son of the person writing this. Right. That no, sounds I'm with awesome. You. I'm with okay, you. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, my thought was, I want to be as good of a mom as this person. No, I want this person to raise me. <laughs> what does that say about our mom? Oh, she was lovely, but I never is, got curry. She is lovely. <laughs> oh, yeah, she is lovely. I've been back to her childhood. Oh, my Lord. She is lovely, but I do not like tuna noodle casserole. And this oh. person makes curry. Mm, oh, I, I love tuna noodle casserole. Not me. I also no love curry. Love me some curry. Apparently enough to trade a mom. <laughs> <laughs> Breathing new life into ourselves. Despite the pain of my failing marriage, I felt more happy and free than I had in a long time. Oh. Meanwhile, my husband stayed in the house, fixing it up and making plans to sell it in our impending divorce. The pain made us strangers who barely spoke. And when we did, it was only about our son. This is why I was so surprised one spring evening when he called me out of the blue. I picked up the phone, not really expecting to hear what he was going to say. Would it be an attempt at reconciliation, an apology of sorts? No, it was not. He asked if I had a minute because something strange had just happened to him and he needed to talk about it. I curled up on my couch, waiting for his story to unravel. He had been in the basement working on a leaky pipe. That was the last thing he really remembered beforehand. Oh. And even though he had no recollection of what transpired beforehand, when he awoke on the dirt floor of the cellar with a massive headache, <gasps> he inferred that he must have hit his head on the leaky pipe, knocking him out cold. Over him stood two figures, a woman and a little girl, both dressed in black dresses that spoke of days long ago. The buttons reaching high on their bodice like vines stretching to their pallid necks. <sighs> the woman spoke first. She told him that she lived in the house long ago when it was first built at the end of the 19th century. 
back when Tyler Park was just farmland dotted with the newly built houses. She spoke of the pain of her life from over a century ago, the misery of servitude and untimely deaths, sickness, abuse, sadness. Man, she's like spilling her own tea. Right? She's just in there telling her. My estranged husband asked what she wanted from him, and her voice grew dark with the answer. She wanted our wedding albums. What? Ooh, what? What? Why? She had been collecting pictures from people in our home for years, (gasps) her energy growing stronger each day. Feeding off the pain of the interlopers who lived there. No, hell no. You don't get that, you creepy old lady. Her voice grew insistent, louder, and just like that, she and her daughter were gone, vanished into the dank air of the cellar. His story was so unbelievable, so incredulous, that I shocked myself by what I asked next. What did you do? Did you give it to her? No, he did not. He told me that he could not bring himself to give the apparition what she wanted from us, our memories. Instead, he told me he went into the dark backyard that night and burned our wedding album. <gasps> oh, wow. No, that's also sad. I know that's Just horrible. get him out of the house. Give him to her. Yeah, get them Ugh. out of the house. You also need to get out of the house. Yeah, get out of the house. Unable and unwilling to give our history back over to the house. Shortly after, he sold the home and moved out. Sometimes to this day, I still drive by our old Victorian yellow home on Tyler. You know we are going to drive oh, I know. there. Mm-hmm. I know. I feel like we could we could figure this one out. Definitely. On um, Tyler Parkway, I wonder what family lives there now and whether they have experienced similar peculiarities. Are they happy or have they been beckoned by the box that may or may not still be tucked away in the basement? I'm oh. sure they have because in the end, who are we really but not the bones of our homes? And what artifacts of past lives will we continue to burn in the fires of regret? Oh, damn. Damn. Drop that mic and walk away. Seriously. I mean, that is good writing. Who is this from? Hold on. Let me see her name. (laughs) Emily. Emily. Like Emily Dickens. She's amazing. (laughs) Must be in the name, Emily. Wow. Wow. That was amazing. That feels like a whole movie we just watched. It really does. Like, and did such a good job of like keeping it, you know, it didn't go, it could have gone on and on and on. Yeah. But yeah, she did a great job. Yeah. That was amazing. Uh, I felt like I learned new vocabulary, which I (laughs) always enjoy. In a great fun way. Yes. Fully invested. This is how we should teach kids vocabulary. Scare the shit out of them. They'll yes. never forget pallid. That is how I scare. That's how I teach. Oh, that's good. That's so smart. <laughs> scare them to death. And then be like, do you remember it now? Don't I mean I remember the pallid now meaning pale. Did not know that word before. Yeah, now that we now that I so confidently I'm oh, like, we did. should double check. Yeah, double check that. Lacking in vitality or interest. Oh pallid performance is an example. The buttons reaching high on their bodice like vines stretching to their pallid necks. Hmm. Well, lifeless. They're, maybe they're mm, they're lifeless necks. <laughs> also, halfway through, I thought, "Oh my gosh, I really wish we would have had this for the live show. That would have been a great story." And yeah. then I read a little bit further. It's like I'm so glad I did not read this on the live show. That's so sad. Oh yes, but also the big words. Oh my gosh, for sure. <laughs> right, right. Oh. Although you would have read that, you wouldn't have cold read that. Oh, that's true. But I would have had to have like you know phonetically spell things out it would, oh. it would have been a shit show it would have been a lot <laughs> but yeah it was so sad i mean okay if i'm gonna take 
the believer's stance in it, Mm -hmm. that's heart-wrenching that maybe your marriage would have survived in a different home. Right. Uh, But I don't believe that. I don't. I think that the husband, I mean, hello, you moved down to a coal room. Yeah. Something's going on. You know, like, get a different shift. Do something. I mean, if your happiness... I don't know. That's just, that's a lot. I know he's going through medical school and he, he had a lot going on, but at the end of the day, if it's causing you that much distress, do something else, find yeah. something else to do. Ugh. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's about that big house. I mean, like you feel yeah trapped. I would feel so, you know. Yeah. But houses can sell and you can downsize and then maybe you buy a house that doesn't even have a coal room. So then there's <laughs> not even an option. Uh, no, I don't know. I just think that, you know, he's living there by himself. He's probably very lonely. There's probably things going on. He really could have bumped his head. You know, there's something to be said about that. Maybe he was working on the pipes and he actually had a head injury and he, you know, hallucinated or had something happen with his brain. Hmm. You it's know. just so weird that all those pictures... They had already found those together. Yeah. And then they were like, why would somebody leave this? But that's also a story that he could have created in his mind to explain why the box was there. Yeah, it is. We have very vivid imaginations. And so maybe it's like his subconscious coming up with like a, like a backstory, even when they found the boxes, you know, it could have just very easily been a past owner's box that they left there for whatever reason. Maybe they weren't supposed to have those photos and they hid them somewhere. Mm. And you find them and then it's like, why would these be here? Because he questioned it even in the story. Like he right. was the one that was like, you know, I don't know that I would question it. Yeah. Why did they leave this box of I feel photos like I was, here? That's such a prized possession, your photos. Yeah. But when people move, I mean, shit gets left behind all the time or things get misplaced or you just forget about something. So I don't know that I would have been suspicious of a box of photos. I mean, we found stuff behind our walls. Now, I did question, like, was it left here purposefully for us right. to find, like, a time capsule? But I didn't think that it was, like, in any way spooky, I guess. Yeah. So I don't think that I would think the box itself was spooky, but he clearly did. And so then yeah. I feel like his mind was already kind of going there. Well, help me remember, because in the story, didn't it say something like people only live there like a year or so before something stressful happened. Right. Yeah. So bankruptcy or divorce, divorce. or death. Yeah. Oh, that's very interesting. Like the energy of that house was something. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, uh, like I said, I believe in energy. I don't know if I believe how long energy can kind of hang around. I feel yeah. like people in, in my experiences, when I talk about energy being there, I mean like the energy that we as human beings alive give off. Yeah. You know, like that energy of, like I've said before, when you walk into a room and you just feel it's like, oh, a fight just went down in here. What is going on? You know, that yeah. like, you know, before anybody even says anything, you can just read the room. Yeah. Um, but I don't know what I, how I feel about like that energy lingering or staying. Hmm. I don't think I believe too much in that. There was a house that I used to love in Owensboro. It was tiny. Mm-hmm. Like it was a house that I thought, oh, I, like when we finally start looking for a house, mm-hmm. we could afford this house. It's so tiny. And so it immediately caught my eye as soon as we moved there. Uh-huh. And then when we started looking for a house, I was like, 
Ooh, that house was the first thing that popped. It was almost like I was drawn to it. I loved it. I mean, yeah. it was so, it was like a matchbox. It was so tiny. Yeah. But I loved everything about the outside of it. Hmm. And then I started noticing it went not for rent, but for sale. Hmm. Like twice a year until we moved. Oh, weird. Like somebody would buy it. Huh. They didn't redo anything that we could see. And within six to eight months, it was back on the market. It's because they were like, the outside is so cute. And then we get in and we're so squeezed. <laughs> All of a sudden, the outside's not as cute. Um, well, I do think, you know, places, when you go into places, mm-hmm. you know, you have a different feel. There is a different, you know, you can go into a, a home or something like that and it just feels lighter or it feels like a little bit whatever. Yeah. But I think that has something more to do with like feng shui with like the lighting. You believe in feng shui and you don't believe. Well, in let me ask this. What is feng shui? <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like, the, like I'm going to turn like my the energy of the space. Well, but, I, but I don't think it's like, because of, I think it's more what is pleasing to the eye and to like how you feel if you feel crowded. Like, I don't know that we have very good feng shui in here because I feel like our couch is massive and our house is tiny. We need a massive couch because of how many people sit on it all the time, but it's not very like, I I don't like it necessarily as far as it being aesthetically pleasing or like when I walk in, it's not like, Oh, this is a night, you know, I don't know. So I think that feng shui is more like when you walk in, because of the way things are arranged, it mm-hmm. makes it more comfortable to be in and more welcoming. You want to be there. That's what I kind of think of when I think of feng shui. I could be totally off. It could totally be something spiritual. And if that's the case, <laughs> then no, I don't believe in it. But uh, <laughs> but this house, like, I don't know what the lighting was. I don't know. Maybe it just had a feeling in it because of, you know, the way things were positioned and the way the house was built. She did say that like, there was another staircase, just certain things that maybe made you uncomfortable in it. And then that stress can, who knows what all like the Hmm. butterfly effect. I don't know. Yeah. But she loved it. Mm -hmm. She walked in and loved everything about it. Mm -hmm. And she might have different tastes than her her husband. Her other friend was like, Ooh, this place has a bad feeling. Well, also sometimes you, you like one specific thing. Like for example, you loved the outside of that house. Yeah. Not necessarily the inside or Maybe she fell in love with the um, wraparound porch. Mm -hmm. So she kind of convinced herself that this house was, you know, what, you know, it was beautiful and it was this and it was that. And then really it's like, once you get inside the house, like maybe it's not as pleasing as I like it to be. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like I've never walked into any friend's house, even with someone I'm incredibly comfortable with and gone like, Oh gosh, I don't like the feeling of this Yeah, kind of rude. (laughs) (laughs) Like, bitch, get out of my house. Don't don't say my house has bad juju. Unless, no, listen, if my house has bad juju and you can pick up on that, you tell me and you fix it. I would say, let's move your couch to the right side. No, get out of here. (laughs) All right. Well, whatever it was, that is a spooky story. And I'm so sorry that you went through it. Yeah, very spooky. I am just going to chalk it up, though, too. I think he was stressed. Yeah. I think it sounds like it was a horrible time. He was sleep deprived throughout certain parts of it that, you know, he says he got better sleep in the coal room, but then he's sleeping in an empty house in the coal room. Like that's got to do something to one psyche a little bit, especially when it's haunted. Mm, Okay. Hey, believers and skeptics. Well, we've got something you can both enjoy. 
The Speed Art Museum is having an exhibit called The Supernatural America. It examines the artwork that has shaped our collective imagination of the supernatural and paranormal and asks why America is haunted. This exhibit runs until January 2nd. Museum hours are Friday 1 to 8 p.m., Saturday and Sunday 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Masks are required to enter the museum. What a fun way for all skeptics and believers to get the shit scared out of them, but in a classy way. Okay. All right, here we go. I'm going to read my story. This is from our Scottish friend, Natalie. Oh, what a Scottish friend. I'm going to read the whole thing in a Scottish accent. I cannot wait. I'm totally kidding. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Although she does write, hello, like H-U-L-L-O-O-O. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I promised I'd send in my other story, then completely forgot. What a numpty. What a numpty. A numpty. A numpty. No. Does it really say numpty? Numpty. Oh my gosh, I love it. A numpty. <laughs> what is a numpty? I don't know. N-U-M-P-T-Y. A numpty. I'm going to guess context clue is kind of like a dummy. I think so. It's got the little um, emoji with oh, it's like covering his face. Like, oh, now I'm going to think of that as the numpty emoji. Uh, then, Oh, totally. <laughs> and I'm going to start using the word numpty. For sure. 100%. That is way better than dummy. <laughs> you know, oh, what a numpty. Miles, I don't let Miles say stupid but I'm going to start letting him say numpty. Right. I'll replace that word. <laughs> oh, I'm getting him cultured. Look at this. Okay, go on. I know you guys love a good accent, <gasps> so happy to record it for you in my best Queen's English. <laughs> Please do. My story is, I used to work in a residential children's home that mm. obviously means some possible poltergeist activity oh. with angry, sad, very emotional teen girls and oh. boys moving in and out. Wow. So poltergeist is like the things move, right? Yeah, but it's like the energy from all the negative energy that builds up enough to like become its own force. Hmm. It's a poltergeist. Yeah. If I'm if I'm understanding. So that. so it's not like one spirit. Yeah, or it's not one like somebody soul. died and they became a poltergeist. It's like they're feed this entity is feeding off the negative energy. Okay, but it is an entity. Well, that's where I that's where I pause. I'm, I don't know. Okay. See, Harry Potter really threw me off because they have a poltergeist <laughs> named Peeves that they oh, named. Leave it to Harry Potter. I'm like, why? It's not what I think of poltergeist. They named it? Yeah, his name is Peeves. I'm like, was Peeves a person or yeah. is he a poltergeist? Why are you calling him a poltergeist? Hmm. I don't know. It's you know. like a, a force mm -hmm. that is fed by negative energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, see, that's interesting to me. I'm a little more open to poltergeist, I think. <laughs> <laughs> never never cease to amaze me, Megan. Okay. <laughs> me too. I don't never know. I don't know. I mean, tomorrow I can totally be against it. But right now I'm like... Two beers in, you're like, let's go for sense. it. So yeah, it makes sense. I'm here for it. Let's listen. Maybe it's because it's from a Scottish fan. I'm like, anything she says. I'm like, yep, yep, yep. Let's oh, Natalie. She never steers oh, wrong. Natalie, let's hear it. There was a constant rumor amongst the staff that the house was haunted. The house was two semi-detached houses knocked together in the middle of a housing estate. So there have been previous residents. So anyways, like two houses right mm -hmm, next to each other mm -hmm. and then pushed together or built together, like maybe with hallways is what pushed I'm picturing. together. This is knocked together. How do you Makes push me, two houses together? You know, like when our church built that other building and then they just oh. connected it with hallways. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm picturing. Weird. Okay. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> it's weird, but that's what I picture. Anyway, I was on the sleepover shift. The girl on night shift was very freaked out having never worked night shift before. Hmm. I said I'd stay awake as long as I could to keep her company. Aww. 
So there we are sitting at the top of the stairs on the landing, just listening for any of the 10 or so kids getting up, wandering around, etc. It'd been quiet. We'd been chatting. It was a decent night. Then we hear someone try the door handle. Hmm. I jump up because apparently I'm the type to run at an attacker. <laughs> and then in parentheses, we were mugged on holiday and I chased <gasps> the guy to try to get my handbag back. Get it, girl. She says, don't worry. I know now how stupid that was. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. Be careful. But anyways, back to this story and looked out the window where we could see above the front door. There was no one standing there. Ooh. So I look at the night shift and shrug quietly. Then we hear it again, a bit rougher this time. There's no door open or shut noise, but then there's footsteps. Hmm. Well, that's exactly the moment my bravery fell right out my arse. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I just sat shaking slightly, staring at the night shift whose eyes were like saucers. The footsteps heavy, like a big, burly West of Scotland man. Oh, was he? I know. <laughs> like, oh, well, tell me more. Again, did he look like Ryan Reynolds? Right, with a beard. Mm. Oh my gosh. Okay, go on. Turned and started slowly up the stairs. So it went from. But they can't see it. Right, but they heard the door rattle. Okay, and then they felt like somebody coming up the stairs. They, yeah, that they, they can cannot hear, see. They can hear these footsteps of, of like a big man walking up these stairs. And towards them. Towards them. They're at the top of the stairs. they're at the top of the stairs. Yeah. What a shame they can't see him. Cue me frantically whispering, can you hear that? Are you hearing that? Tell me what you're hearing. Mm. Night shift is whispering back, the door didn't open. There's not someone in the house. There can't be. Oh, well. The footsteps came all the way up the stairs. I was sitting at the very top, now on my knees, ready to jump up. They st- I'd be standing, girl. I'd be like in stance. <laughs> right. I would be curled up in a little mm. turtle position. <laughs> they stopped at the top step and that was it. Nothing. No pull of air. No feeling. More lack of feeling. Nothing. More lack of feeling. Yeah. Like there's suddenly complete absence. Like they were expecting oh, to feel like someone was there and then nothing is oh, there. Oh, that's so weird. It was fair to say I stayed up until 5 a.m. Oh, my gosh. And got two hours of sleep. Wow. The next sleepover was horrendous. I was so scared to go to bed, and the next night shift was even worse. Hmm. So I'm like, well, then what happened? Yeah, I hope you brought a deck of cards or something. (laughs) (laughs) Right? It was a wild ride. Once again, thanks for the content, ladies. You're doing an amazing job, and I do love being the Scottish listener. Oh, well, we love you being in the Scottish listener, except for that's it. Yeah. What happened on those other nights? Just says, have a great day. <sighs> what a tease. She needs to <laughs> write us back in what happened on those other nights. Cause yeah. then she say they were even, well, like I a wonder, wild ride. I know what makes me think maybe she says it was even worse. I feel like now she's just incredibly afraid because so, like, so it's just worse because she was so scared. Right. Before I don't think she was as scared and now wow. she like has all this fear built up. Ooh. I know, oh, spooky. Hmm. Footsteps. Yeah, heavy, burly footsteps that somebody else can hear. Hmm. How are you going to debunk that? A poltergeist. Hmm. You could just say it's a poltergeist. Yeah, I'm open to poltergeist tonight, so let's go with that. <laughs> now, um, I wonder if... Okay, so it's not a facility. It's two houses. Because mm-hmm. at first I'm thinking, okay, if it's a facility with multiple 
you know, stairwells. Right. And you could maybe even hear somebody walking up the stairs and think that it's like happening right here in this yeah. stairwell. But if it's just one stairwell, um, I don't know. I wonder if there's like pipes. Oh, I don't know. Sound like it's right in front of you. Ooh, oh, and I love that so line scary. when she says lack of feeling. Like that is, I mean, that is like in every scary movie. It's like right there and it's just gone. It's like, <sighs> what the hell just happened? Right. Ooh, it's enough to give me cold chills. I'm going to go with Poltergeist. I think that that's what we got on our hands here. And no, <laughs> okay. I, I don't, I don't know. I'm going to say something structural with the house is probably what it boiled down to. Okay. Um, but still creepy and imagination, like your imagination plus something structural in the home that made it very, oof, very alarming. Yeah. I don't know. If you had been sitting at those stairs, could you still say that like it's structural or do you think do I that think would that be I would, enough to do, convince you? I don't know. I, I don't know. That's a good question. Like would my skeptical mind go into overdrive? I mean, I'm not like, um, what's the word? I need our author from our last one to <laughs> <laughs> fill in my blank here. I guess exempt. I'm not like, it's not like fear does not happen to me. Yeah. So I'd imagine in that moment, I would probably be terrified, but I think that after that moment passed, I think I would go back and be like, Oh, I bet it was this. Oh, that's or the X, most y, annoying Z. thing. That's awful. Well, then I think you're just, that that's supposed to be what you know. Then you're just leaving that other person who went, well, this is what I'm picturing you and me on the top of those stairs <laughs> and we're both in it. And I'm like, okay. Megan. And you're like, I know. Right. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, we are like, this is happening. Right. And you're like, yes, it's happening. I'm terrified. And then like, 20 minutes later, it's over. Uh -huh. We go tell somebody uh -huh. and I'm like, and it happened. And you're like, it was structural. Uh, would... Aaron, do you really think 20 minutes would pass without us talking <laughs> that whole 20 no, minutes no, no. before we got to another person? I'd be like, girl, listen. No, that whole time you'd be like, no, 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 that was weird. It really happened. It was weird. And I then we get not... to a person. No, wait a second. I in would my not mind, do that. In my mind, that's what's happening. That's <laughs> pissing me off for we that poor friend. That. I would not do that. I would I would probably take a deep breath and be like, wow, that was really weird. Now I'll let my logical brain catch up with what just happened. I mean, I just, science can explain so much that I think that you have to, I, I think it's healthy to wonder or like to ask those questions after something like that happens to try to figure out what it was that caused that. Hmm. All right. I think if you don't go into that territory, then it's like anything is possible. Yeah. You well, know, ghosts are possible in my world. In your world, yeah. But that's because you don't ask those follow-up questions. No. Of what I else told could this you, have been? I will debunk things on the regular. Right. I will, I will concede anytime I'm like, yeah, it could be this. But if you have a spooky feeling... Uh huh. Then you don't necessarily, if you have the feeling, if you listen to another story, you'll debunk it or you'll like think of the skeptical side of it. Yeah. If I go through it myself, I don't need to debunk it because I was there and I felt right. it and it was scary. But see, that's to me, and this is no offense, <laughs> but to me, that's just going off of pure emotion and pure, you know, like that's not looking for an explanation as to why it happened. That's just accepting that something very spooky happened. And there you go. Like, oh, that must have just been what it was. When really, if you take a step back and you think, 
in that moment, my imagination was in overdrive. Mm-hmm. I was stressed out. I felt blah, 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 blah. If you just take that at face value, then I think that you're scaring the shit out of yourself for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> but again, no offense. No offense. Okay. All right. Well. You're supposed to say none taken. So oh, none pass. taken. Oh, okay, okay. None okay. taken. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. And I also, again, like I've always said, I think that it's perfectly fine for us to have different beliefs and different opinions, and that's fine. That's what the world needs more of, for it to be mm-hmm. okay for us to not agree on things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you feel like yeah. you're right on board. I'm going to get another beer. This is going to be awkward. <laughs> Uh, so you know it's not awkward. Oh, what? Fan favorites. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know where I thought you were going with it. I mean, I don't know. You you made it awkward again. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, dang. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, so this is one of those people that, honestly, I've been trying not to pick people we know. Uh-huh. So I'm like, oh, dang it. I'm trying. And then finally, I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to go for it because I love her so much. And she probably should have been a fan favorite. Day one, Miss Norma. Oh, nice. Yes. So Norma is a friend of mine from college. She was awesome. We live in the same dorms together. She's like one of those warm Southern people that when you're around them, you just can't help but feel welcomed and and just loved. And she's, she's just great. She's amazing. So she apparently started listening to us. I guess she found out through the fact that I invited all of my friends on Facebook to join our, <laughs> our My Skeptical Sister Facebook page. But kudos to her because they didn't all start listening. That's true. They all, <laughs> they, they like the perks. They like the whole, oh, uh, we're going to find these funny memes, mm-hmm, but they ain't mm-hmm. going to listen. I even Rude. see some people in there like, I know for a fact you don't listen, but you sure do like that meme an awful lot. That's fine. You go, you do you, you do you. I'm just teasing. But anyway, Norma definitely listens and she is, just she's supported us from day one. She's written a review. She's not written a uh, story yet because she says she doesn't really have any. Well, sometimes but you don't think you do, and then something sparks. Something might happen. Yeah, there's she's not dead in. yet. And We're... if she does, some tragic thing happens. She oh, might have a story from the other side. That's true. Send but uh, don't die, Norma. We do not want that to happen. I don't uh, want that to happen. I'm just saying you still have time for a spooky story. Exactly. <laughs> Look at me making <laughs> it up. You just cannot help yourself I'm so tonight. Sorry. You're like. Uh, killing off Norma. And I don't want to kill off Norma. Favorite. Do not <laughs> kill Norma, off our fan favorites. Die. I'm so sorry. I don't know why I said it. Uh, <laughs> do I need to cut all that? No, don't at all. It's hilarious. She feels so awkward now. Anyway, I just said that I picked her for fan favorite because she's always supportive. Uh, like on Facebook, she'll she's just so positive all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, she just recently put another little thing on there about how much she loves listening to us and looks forward to every Thursday, which I just think is so sweet. Um, but she said, oh my gosh, thank you so much. If you would, at some point, please ask folks to give to the Alzheimer's Association. I've been wanting to share stories that my mom had shared with me. So I guess she does have kind of a story. Some pretty cool things that have happened to her throughout the years. And then she says, sweet Megan, she passed away on September 2nd. Aww. She had Alzheimer's. She went to sleep one night and just didn't wake up. She went peacefully and that's all we could ask for. I've started typing out the stories and I will get them to you. I love you so. And then uh, I was saying that I, I was wondering about her because when we were in college, I went to visit Norma and her mom and her mom was just like Norma. So sweet, you know, Aww. 
Why don't you ask Norma what her mom's name is and we'll make a donation in her mom's name. Oh, honor. definitely. Yeah, we can definitely do that. I don't know her name off the top of my head. I probably just called her Mrs. and the Norma's last name. <laughs> it was but, also what, like 40 years ago? 30 years ago? your <laughs> mouth. It was not... <laughs> It was 40 years ago than I was, it was a child prodigy and went to school it was like one year 16, 17 years ago. Listen, okay. Who is doing the, how did this turn into that all of a sudden? I think that you're like holding some angst from the like feng shui yeah, topic earlier and like getting awkward. Oh, sorry. Bring it back. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, you need to clear out your function. My birthday is on Saturday, and maybe I'm just feeling like angst about me getting older. I'm just trying to mm, remind you're myself. Projecting, that. okay, yeah, okay. I'm projecting. I it's get fun. it. I get it. You need to move your um, psychological couch to the left a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> psychological couch. I don't know. Something with feng shui. Oh my anyway, gosh. Um, so Norma, we will definitely make a donation in your mama's name and we would love to do that. And I'm so sorry that she, to hear that she passed away. She was such an amazing woman and clearly because you came from her. So uh, thank you so much for all of your support and sorry that it took us this long to get you in there, but uh, we've always, always been appreciative of it. Yes. Thank you, Norma. All right. Well, if you guys want to help us out, you can follow us on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. The TikTok. Why don't you ever say it like that? I was, why do you always? Because I, always I like, feel like whoever Nobody that name, says that. Nobody whoever does Whoever came up with the name TikTok, <laughs> that's how they had to say it. Like they, I'm imagining like oh my gosh. a bunch of people sitting around, a, you know, in a board meeting and somebody comes up with TikTok and like, let's do it. Uh huh. Okay. okay. So anyway, Maybe. when I say it, that's how I say it. Okay. So uh, we're on mm. TikTok. Okay. You can also rate, review, subscribe. You can write your stories into my skeptical sister at gmail.com, or you can go to our new website at www.myskepticalsister.com and leave your story there. And, oh, we've got the um, after hours. We have after hours coming up at the speed. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh, that's going to be so fun. What are you going to wear? I have no idea. Probably the oh, same thing you end up wearing. Shit. I know. We gotta, we gotta Not on us. purpose, people. We just always do it. Every time Aaron and I show up at an event, what is that? I don't know. It's that just... is weird. That in itself could be something paranormal. <laughs> that is evidence-based. See, and that's where I'm like, no, it's the fact that we have the exact same body and coloring. Yeah, we do. And so what looks good on you also looks good on me. Yeah, but you have a variety of clothes yeah. that I feel like you go outside of the, the wheelhouse of color. Like, yeah. like your wheelhouse is a lot bigger than mine. I'm like anything gray, black, navy blue. You're there very solid. And I, I like to go patterns. You like patterns. patterns. But we will inevitably. I know. Every time. Look at me. Listen, did you see here how I said that? Such a large word. Inevitably. inevitably without even without even a, yeah like i could have just said that as if it were part of my and vocabulary then, all the time yeah you could have ignored it and, and everybody would have like, i kind of wanted to smart. point out to the author of the, <laughs> see i know big words too okay and <laughs> inevitably every time we go to an event we will show up wearing the exact same thing That's i mean it's so like embarrassing maybe like one button off but it's like we look like we dress to match and <laughs> it is so weird so embarrassing. and so annoying. It's like we have to pack an extra pair of clothes so that one of us can go change. <sighs> I know. It's oh, awful. It's funny. <laughs> well, anyways, we have that event. It's going to be awesome. I'm really excited about it. We also need to buy our tarot cards, which Ooh, I want to yes. tell you because I've heard 
You're not supposed to buy your own tarot cards. Mm. So I'm going to pick out your set. See, I was thinking replace tarot cards with Ouija board. No. Come on now. No. That's a weird told them tarot cards and they were down for it. Yeah. Well, I'll write them back and say, well, how about a Ouija board? Because they already said that they already had a tarot card reading. Oh my gosh, Megan. Okay. But you also said, I'll be there for it. I bring the Ouija board out. And you're going to call people to do it with you? Sure. Like, do you, you want to summon okay, a ghost? Okay, now listen. What if you, what if, but you, what if the spirit you? jumps into your backpack? On no, the and then, no. Then all I, of a sudden you've got a spirit living in your backpack. Also, I feel like this is very ghostbustery. Like all of a sudden I'm going to pull out this Ouija board and then open a portal that's going to yeah. have, I need like uh, Bill Murray to come out with his big thing and get everything. Come on now. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> <laughs> Were you not, when I said big thing, were you well, not? You went like this. Like if you all could have seen, she like groped oh my a God. large penis I in front of her. <laughs> was not. I was literally holding an imaginary. Uh-huh. I was literally holding an imaginary, imaginary. Uh, Ghostbuster tool. What? Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. <what> <laughs> Yes, you were. Stop making this dirtier. <laughs> I was making the the Ghostbuster, um, like whatever it is that they use to like the Ghostbuster gun. It's like yeah. a hose, and they're like, "We're gonna get it." <laughs> it's not my fault I mean, they made it phallic. Listen, I wouldn't turn Bill Murray down either. Oh. He is so damn funny. He is funny. I know. Oh. Sense of humor is how you get. <laughs> oh, me. it's how you get me. Yeah, way oh. to my heart for sure. All right, where okay. were we? Okay. <laughs> I We're gonna no be idea. at the speed of the 19th. Okay, yeah. How did Bill Murray? Get I don't know. That? We're talking about penises in the last two minutes of this episode. <laughs> you never know. You never know when it's gonna come in, but it's always gonna be there. Oh my gosh! Okay. Rate, review, subscribe. Mm-hmm. Write in your stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell your friends about us. I think that's it, right? Is there anything else? Nope. Except for the, the people who skip that little spiel is gonna—they're gonna be real sad. They're gonna miss out. They're gonna miss out on that little last. They're gonna part. miss out on the visual of big <laughs> Bill Murray's. Big Ghostbuster tool. Hose. Hose. Tool. Oh, my Lord. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know and what it, you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. I'm just saying when you go and you say it out. And then it's got the box and then all the, the yeah. little spirits come into that. That's what I feel like you think is going to happen with the Ouija board. No, it is not. I I just don't want to touch it. Okay. All. Okay. I and, will respect that, but... It will be open. But see, here's the thing. we You have fully admitted to the fact that you will move it. Right. Which feels like you shouldn't be allowed to touch if it either. I don't move it, it won't oh, move. Yes, it will. You're right, because the people that will there will move it. If you believe that it could move Help. and you're open to it, it, I'm not saying every time. Yeah. What happens if it just never moves? Then maybe there's not a spirit there. Hmm. Okay. <sighs> I, okay. We can't have this fight every week. <laughs> or can we? Okay. Okay. Fine. Wrap it Listen. up. Wrap it up. Go. Bill Murray's. Bill Murray. <laughs> Wrap it up, Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We love you guys. We'll talk to you all next week. Later. <laughs> la, 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 la. Okay. Spell it again. A-C-Q-U-I-E-S-C-E-D. There's so many letters in that word. It's got to be French, you think? I acquiesce. I can find out for you. <laughs> Let me know the origin. I don't know if Google's going to tell me. Does it normally tell you? Mm, I don't know. I'm going to say it is.
Okay. Of French origin, if you were wondering. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say Boy, that, that with authority. Too. I'm going to go ahead and acquiesce with that. You're going to acquiesce? <laughs> okay. Acquiesce? 3.15 a.m. Right. No, 3.33. Isn't always 3.33? Not in Amityville Horror. Oh, but three. And then the one and the five makes six. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Ooh, and then okay. divide that by two. <laughs> Oh okay. my gosh. Listen, I can do context context clues <laughs> all day long. Don't don't throw a math problem my way. He would speak, but not hear one another. Hmm? He would speak, but not hear one another. A yawning chasm. Maybe it's we would speak. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's really what it says? It really is. <laughs> oh my gosh. I think my mind is like, this person's so smart I can't read any of the words. <laughs> Another word, we. Okay, let me try that again. When my best friend first walked into the house, I did not anticipate her reaction. Sorry, I've not not read this. It's okay. All I could think of was, she's my best friend. She's a real bad bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I hope somebody sings that song about me. That's awesome. Oh, I'll sing it about you. Okay, thanks. I think you're a real bad bitch. I am a real bad bitch. (laughs) And I'm your best friend. That's right. I promised I'd send in uh, already. I promised I'd send in. Oh, and I got a bubble. Uh Oh, all right. Let's do this again. I promised I'd send in other stories. What in the world? Why can't I do this one sentence? (laughs) Read it in Scottish accent. I promised I'd send in my other story (laughs) and completely forgot. But even my logical pragmatic. Pragmatism. Sure. I feel like this person doesn't like us. 